Tonight, we gather in the name of darkness. And with this consecrated dagger, we offer this virgin lamb. That's Perry's book. Please, accept her blood as payment for the favors we seek. Accept the purity of her life force. Feast on her virgin soul. They thought they'd made a horror show. They stirred a curse deep down below. What they had built it began to feel. One hundred, forever now they must spin the wheel. This is the 100 Lunatics Podcast, where horror lovers and horror haters come together for insights, insults, and information overload. Here's your horror-loving host, Daniel, his horror-hating cousin, Nathan, Andrew the Intern, and of course, our two very special guests, Marissa and Caruso. Tonight, we watched Night of the Demons 2. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We continue our journey into the Night of the Demons franchise, and we bring with us Nathan, the intern, and, as forementioned, two special guests, Marissa and Caruso. Please have a clear hello for each of you. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. There we go. (laughs) It's as easy as that. Andrew, I think you said this right. Uh, Just hang around for a while. We'll put you on. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we can be around for that. <laughs> <laughs> Just send in an email, tell us that you listen to us, and we'll schedule you a time to come on the podcast and hang out with us. Right, guys? <laughs> Apparently. I'm down with Excellent. that. Long, the long-time listener, first-time callers. That's right. And I... <laughs> Sorry that it had to be Night of the Demons 2. <laughs> the song, I, uh, I have fun with it. What about you? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's right. But, uh, Crusoe, you had seen Night of the Demons a long time ago, the original version. Marissa, you have not seen Night of the Demons, the original. I have not. Did you? Do you think you need to? Um, Not really. Really get that background? Yeah. Really <laughs> lay that foundation. Oh, that yeah. thick lore. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of story in the first one, wasn't there? There was, there's a lot happening. There, <laughs> the, the major point of this whole movie, though, comes, comes from, from the first thing. But we'll get into that. Oh, we'll like, definitely be getting into that. Yeah, so maybe, Marissa, by the end of this, you might want to actually go and watch the first one just um, to get the actual backstory. I actually really do, and I have it at home. I just didn't get around to it. <laughs> it's, it's one of those that you just don't get around to. <laughs> I will be sending you, Andrew, I will be sending you a uh, the trilogy and then the remake in a little box set for you. Well, when we spin the wheel and it gets to the next episodes, that's when they'll be watched. I really want, I really want you to sink your teeth into it, because currently I'm the Wikipedia, but, you know, I need a little backup, a little intern. Mm. Uh-huh. All right, Night of the Demons 2, 1994 is when this came out, so six years after the original... Anyone want to take a guess at what the IMDb rating on this is? Oh, oh, shit. oh, oh um, I know. Not if you already know it. I don't. Uh, I don't. Five point six. Five point six. Nathan. Well, no, this has got to be more like a three point four. No, I think it's going to be higher than the original. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting tactic, Marissa Crusoe. Uh, I'd say somewhere around a four. 
Somewhere in four. I am going to go like 2.6. 2.6. If you were to hold 2.6 into a mirror. 6.2. Really? 6.2. Higher than the original. No. No, I've got questions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How many people voted? Out of how many votes? Uh, 3,100. 3,100 people. Less than half. Okay, so what is what is I'm gonna and this isn't this isn't a question for you, Daniel. Andrew, how many of those thirty one hundred people do you think what what is the probability of them being fans of the Night of the Demons franchise? Uh, about six point two percent. Sixty two percent probably. No, I threw it out there so you could help me. You did not. We're moving on. <laughs> okay, Nathan, this might help you out. Uh, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score on this is? 34%. Anyone else I crack at it? Just throw uh, a number out there. 27. 25. Is this, is this uh, user rating or critic rating? Uh, I'll say which one you're closer to. Then I'll just go with like 26%. Not rated. <laughs> what? Oh. It is, is not even deserving of the tomato meter. Wow. It's just in this sort of back page on their website where they're like, oh, yeah, this was made. <laughs> I didn't even know that was an option. <laughs> I did, I've never seen it before. <laughs> I think it needs to reach a certain number of critic reviews from a certain pool of critics before it receives an official tomato, tomato meter rating. position. So does is it just like critics don't even waste their time with it? Is yeah, they that, yeah, couldn't be it bothered. It's that the pool of critics that they base it on, not enough of them watched it or critiqued it. Oh, okay. And it is a straight to DVD horror movie, so I don't know that that is a a declaration that it's a piece of garbage from that perspective. <laughs> I because think it's just it's a ninety four straight to DVD movie. It just maybe those critics didn't get around to it. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, th- this is not on their agenda. Straight to DVD means oh, I don't have to watch that to them in this time. Uh, budget one point four million, box office, which is I guess DVD sales, eleven point two million. Pretty successful. Oh, wow, that's a classic yeah. horror movie sort that's of range. Not bad. Yeah, the director of this movie should be mentioned, uh, not because he's a, f- a prolific director or a good director even, but let's see if I can grab his name here. Uh, Brian Trenchard Smith. Now, we've had Leprechaun and Leprechaun 2. Those have both already come up on the wheel. Oh, no. It's that easy for Leprechaun to make an appearance on this show. It has some (laughs) sort of magical magnetic power. Uh, The director of Night of the Demons 2 also directed Leprechaun 3 and 4. Oh, God. So we could get very lucky and see this man's work again. (laughs) Just the whole trifecta. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say that the director of Night of the Demons 2 also directed Leprechaun 3 and Leprechaun 4? Yes. Okay, that is why two of these actors in this movie were cast in Leprechaun 3 and 4. Absolutely <laughs> it is. Okay. Alright. Even the worst directors have their little, like, corral of actors they like <laughs> yeah. to dip into. Well, he did such a great job for me in Night of the Demons 2. I'm gonna bring him back on for back aboard for leprechauns in space (laughs) (laughs) he's got these shitty actors on reserve whenever they need something done what are you gonna need leprechauns in space all right i'm on it i'm on it can we get that nun yeah get that nun in here she talks real slow she'll nail this now our two guests here picked up on this right away and mentioned it throughout the movie i don't know if you guys did too did every actor in this movie seemed kind of recognizable no. 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 Besides Marsha Brady. Yeah, besides Marsha. 
No. Who is our, you know, famous person, quote unquote. There was the one guy that you mistook for being the bad guy in Karate Kid. No, not the bad guy in Karate Kid. The one, the kid in Nightmare on Elm Street that gets into the invisible karate fight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, maybe he is recognizable then, because I was like, eh, he could be the kid in Karate Kid, or he could also be the guy in Three O'Clock High. Are you thinking about Johnny Boy? No. Oh, oh, wait, Johnny Boy, though, he does look like Mouse from The Matrix. (laughs) A little bit, some of the scenes. Right, well, maybe you guys didn't pick up on it, but these the reason that we picked up on it is because you should be picking up on it, because even though no one in this movie is a famous actor except for Christine Taylor, uh, who plays Terry, who is now known as Ben Stiller's wife. Um, yeah, real, real famous. Yeah, famous, come on, famous and recognizable. The reason the other ones come off is like, hey, well, I, he, I know he's in something, is because they've been in like every TV show since this movie was made until now. If you've ever watched a CSI or a Criminal Intent or any show on CW or the Sci-Fi Channel, anything, they have made an appearance in one or two episodes on every single one of those shows, all of them. All right. This is, this is a TV stable that, that is getting plucked from to do sequels to great franchises like Night of the Demons and Leprechaun. <laughs> I, the guy who played Perry, I, for the life of me, can't remember what he's in, but... I swear I've seen him when he was younger and when he's older. He he is the more famous of that group. He's actually in a handful of movies as well in the 90s, and I think even in the 80s especially. Yeah. Well, Robert Jane, who plays Perry, uh, you will also see him in Can't Hardly Wait. Ah, uh, okay. He's also in Tremors. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tremors um, He's three. also coming. He's going to be in the upcoming Mythica trilogy, uh, starring as Paragus Malister. It's going to be a three-part uh, trilogy, um, of course, because trilogies have three parts. <laughs> Thank you. Triptych of, of Mythica. He's, uh, the first one's called Quest for Heroes, and then The Dark Spore, and then The Necromancer. So this is a, a big event. We should all pay attention. I'm marking my calendar as we speak. All right, for all of you that may have forgotten or didn't listen to the Night of the Demons show, uh, real quick summary of what we're coming into here. In the first movie, we had Angela, this gothic chick that took a bunch of her high school friends or frenemies out to this old abandoned funeral home called Hull House. (laughs) (laughs) Which sounds, Nathan, it sounds a lot like rural juror (laughs) whenever anybody in this movie says Hull House or Hull Road. Old Hull House Road. (laughs) Hull House on Hull Road. Off Hall Street. Exactly. But Angela takes her friends out there. Uh, she does. She wants to have like a party and like pretend to summon demons or have little like archaic ritual things happening. They end up actually summoning a demon from the crematorium in that funeral home. It comes out, infects everybody. They pass their demon disease onto each other and kill each other until eventually the main characters manage to escape. All the demons are stuck inside, and then now that Halloween is over and the sun has risen on the following day, they're all sucked back into the crematorium to wait until another Halloween when some other teenagers might strike their fancy to go out to this house and have a party, which is where we pick up now for Night of the Demons 2. And Nathan, before anybody cuts me off here, <laughs> uh, this is we're bringing back a little segment by special request. It was mentioned to me that this was a favorite of theirs. So, if Nathan, if you could give your own little summary of what we're walking into in uh, Night of the Demons 2. I have not prepared. It's okay. Just tell us what you remember. 
from Night of the Demons 2. Uh-huh. How's well, this? It, was... it started up on Hull Hill. <laughs> in, in Hull cul-de-sac off Hull Avenue. <laughs> at Hull House. We've got a bunch of dysfunctional teenagers that are attending Re- St. Rita's Academy. And they uh, decide to make their way over to the Hull House. Hull House. And serious things ensue. <laughs> some more demon uh, stuff. Yeah, some more demon stuff. Uh, Perry, Perry the necromancer <laughs> misplaces his book, and uh, Tits McGee <laughs> that book uses it um, to to get into some trouble. Uh, lipstick is apparently a conduit this time. Uh, we need to leave a little room for the Holy Ghost. <laughs> it smells. It smells like Godzilla's butthole. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, I I now have a, a vision in my head of crapping into a demon face that I can't seem to get out of my memory. Um. You know, and and outside of that, uh, apparently a, a decapitated head can bounce. Pretty, <laughs> you can play basketball with pretty those effectively. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, I think it really comes down to faith in the end. <laughs> uh, yes. What do you What do you guys think? I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> yeah. Very on point. <laughs> All right. Like threading a needle. Zip it, Lamo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what do you guys think? Should we give an initial rating here, or do we feel like this discussion is going to affect our ratings at all, and we should just wait till the end? So it's zero is completely unnecessary. One is... That's good, yeah. Let's take a moment and explain the rating system. Okay. The rating system goes from positive three to negative three, with zero being the worst option. That is you saying this movie is irrelevant and means nothing, didn't need to be made. Uh, and then one, two, three, for depending on how good the movie is. And negative one, two, three, depending on how enjoyably bad the movie is. I'd say a negative two. Oh, coming in strong with a negative two. Andrew? I also have a negative two. Negative two on this one. Someone had a good time. Nathan. Uh, minus two. This is the equi- this is this is dumb fun. This it's is the perfect is definition dumb of fun. dumb fun, I would say. Dumb fun. All right. I also am a negative two, Crusoe. <laughs> negative two. All right. <laughs> uh, no, lots not, of different de- opinions on this one. Definitely not a minus three masterpiece. Uh, no, no, it's not a masterpiece of shit. I I found myself asking what that is today, though. Right, I don't you're, watching you're this. Close. Yeah, watching this, I was I was thinking, what is a minus three? Is it this? No, <laughs> no. we're we're laughing. We're having a good time. When that stops happening, we've reached minus three territory. Mm-hmm. I think. No, you just laugh more. <laughs> yeah, from is like be- la- like from beginning to end, you are laughing. Like it is just. Everything that would have gone right in a three, all of that has gone equally as consistently wrong for a negative three. It is a, it's a golden goose. We're probably not going to see it even as often as a plus three, but it's there. 
and you'll know when you see something when to use it appropriately. For now, I think negative two makes sense. This could slip down to a negative one. Uh, we don't know. I'd say the only negative one part in this movie... Uh, maybe there's two, and those two parts. Uh, one of them is, I think, the beginning. The, mm-hmm. the very yeah. beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, well, I think I know what the other one is. Obviously, yes, but and, yes. and you guys can jump in as quick as possible once we get to that. <laughs> we will get get to, to that. that part. But for now, I think it's the beginning. For how hilariously bad this movie is, this intro part, this cold open makes you think it's going to be like unwatchably bad. Yeah, it was yeah, it was sure. rough. They sound like uh they're reading from a script. Like mm. they were just handed the paper and they're like read this. Okay, now say it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They, they're like hello. Have you been sa- saved? <laughs> it it's definitely halfway or more to porn acting. Right. Oh, God. Yes, it's close to porn acting. It looks like they grabbed a couple of improv actors from a group that was performing on the street and just brought him inside for a quick read. <laughs> yeah. Because that guy is, like, way too snappy with his movements. It's it's either that or they actually were, like, Jehovah's Witness that knocked on the door and they're like, hey, fuck it, want to act? And then just gave him the script <laughs> yeah. and then they try to knock it out as best they can. Yeah, just come in and talk to this woman, Angela, who is not the same Angela from the first movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely a different person. I feel like uh, they grabbed the like the lighting person and the sound guy, and they were like, uh, "Put on these clothes and read these lines." <laughs> it is the end of the world, don't you know that? <laughs> they did that to the lighting guy. Yeah, because everything else is natural light in this movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were like, "Hey, can you help us with this?" No, no, I got to learn these lines. <laughs> just, just open the window drapes a little bit we'll just do without it'll, it'll work <laughs> it'll look good even if we bump the camera like 30 times during the movie it's cool we'll keep it mm-hmm. the cheesy uh, religious people coming to save angelo with jesus they notice that her cake is gross and full of blood and spider webs and when they try to escape angela murders them with a knife and blood goes everywhere and we get our cold open to the movie and at that point you're thinking I don't know if I'm going to make it through this. No, at that point, I had a question. Mm-hmm. Is saved blood more delicious than not saved blood? Like it's fermenting like wine or something? I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's like to a demon, wouldn't it be tastier to like have, blood, to have blood that's been saved by... You mean like a delicacy? Yeah, I was just oh. going to say, like, it's rare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. It's a little bit sweeter. Honestly, I feel like that would matter more to vampires. I don't think demons have that much class. Yeah. You know what I mean? They seem like the lower rung of blood drinkers. They're like the pigs of yeah. the, like, supernatural underworld. They'll eat anything. It doesn't yeah. matter. Bones, clothes and shit. They'll eat it all. Flesh, yeah. They make crude jokes, bad jokes. <laughs> oh, yeah, all yeah. the time. I'll give... I'll, I'll I'll give the the male Jehovah here some credit, because when he's walking up to the house, I can see it in his eyes. He is delivering the fact that he doesn't think that, that they can save this person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's he's eyeballing the house, thinking, uh, are we? Uh, we should maybe just move on to the next house down here on uh, Hall Avenue off Hall de Sac. Old Hall Road. Hall de Sac. <laughs> Hold a sec. <laughs> yeah. 
and we get our credits, and then what we do open up on? Is this? Do we get right into the tits in this movie? Immediately. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Through binoculars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have the the girls the girls ward at this uh, religious academy for saving uh, troubled teens, and then the boys ward, and the boys are just peeping right in. <laughs> Sneaky Pete. <laughs> What else are you going to do when you got a set of binoculars? <laughs> this is true, but wow. Are, those girls are very comfortable around each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what every uh, like Christian school is like. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. Just letting it all hang out. It's a safe environment. They're accepting of each other. Mm-hmm. Marissa can speak to this. When you are alone with other girls, you take off your clothes and walk around, right? Uh, no, I can't say I've done that. <laughs> okay. It's not It's not a usual thing. Yeah, there's that one girl that leans against the counter with her bush in full display, counting her strokes of her brushing her hair before she goes and lays down on her bed on top of her blankets and goes to sleep. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, when I hang out with girls, this is how we hang out. (laughs) (laughs) You, naked, leaning against the counter with your bush out, stroking your hair. Well, can we all agree that that, that the boobs in this scene are bodacious? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, bodacious boobies, sis! They are. They're not bad. This is is one of the better scenes in the movie as well. Uh, For a second, you can forget about your problems. One more question. Marissa? (laughs) Yes. If if a girl has bodacious boobs, yes, does she flaunt them and and kind of brag? I mean, strut around. I guess if I did, I would probably. Yeah. Why not? If you have them, why not flaunt them? Like, if you were so blessed, like whoops, they fell out. <laughs> They're bigger and better than yours. That's right. Yeah, you know. Read them and weep. Yeah, in this case, you'd like turn to your friend and with your with your breasts out, and you'd be like, "What? Jesus gave them to me." Exactly. <laughs> uh, hey, 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 hey! Leave some room for the Holy Ghost. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get to meet we get to meet Johnny Boy, our nice blonde mulleted Johnny High Kicks. Oh, Johnny! <laughs> yeah, dropkick Johnny. <laughs> yeah, dropkick yep, Johnny. Dropkick Johnny. Yeah, the dude is the best. Yes, definitely. Uh, and then, uh, um, Mimbo, Kurt. <laughs> yeah, uh, Thrift Shop Josh Brolin. Yep. <laughs> yes, and then also Perry. Perry comes out of the bathroom. He's been stroking it to demonology books. Oh, God. Oh, no, he's been stroking it to the Bible. <laughs> Straight up. Like, this is my favorite part. Mabel and Cain. I can never get past the first book. <laughs> And then do we get to go meet the girls after this? The girls are sitting around in the bed talking about whole house, right? Oh, no, they're sitting in the middle of the floor, right? Yeah. Yes. They're on the floor. Info yeah. testing. Very, actually, think about it, very Last supper Nobody's sitting on this side of the table. Mm-hmm. It was just obvious shot for the scene. Yes. A test, this, this shot was set up with the Last Supper as a, medical, a metaphorical uh, focal point. I believe, uh, Nathan, you can agree with me on this. Uh, this movie is definitely carrying that depth. <laughs> <laughs> That's a yes. Trem- tremendous depth. Uh, Night of the Demons 2, very overwhelming with with detail. Detail? Oh, yeah. detail is, I, just, I yeah. want us to be fair to this film because it's easy to overlook it as, you know, neg- a negative two dumb fun. Uh, but there are, what if they are trying to do something Wait, wait, here? wait. Does that make Mouse Jesus? Huh? That's too deep. I'm oh. just. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I 
am lost. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just it, like a lightning bolt. It just it came on, you know. Okay. What what I see up to this point is, okay. So let's start out with a bunch of nude girls and maybe a hint of demonology. Um, yeah, let's just have them all sit around in a circle and talk about Hall House. We'll we'll, we'll get them to Hall House somehow. Um, let's just have them bring it up. We'll get pa- we'll we'll get by that, and then we'll get to the to the lunging nun. <laughs> the lunging nun. <laughs> She's nunging. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I had her written down as ninja nun. Yeah. <laughs> Ninja. That's another one. In yeah. in the scene specifically that comes up, she is lunging. Yeah, she's lunging. She's yeah. lunging. But that is that China. is a I I took fencing. Yeah. So I know a lunge. So you know how to parry when I see one. Yeah. Oh, touche. Mm-hmm. Lunges yeah. and thrusts. That's all you need to know. Touche. Touche. <laughs> That's a little early. <laughs> but I would like it noted that this is like a classic porn scene set up with these girls describing the old legend of Whole House because we have like our innocent redhead. We have our bitchy blonde, and then our slutty brunette. One of each for Johnny Boy and Rick to chase after for the rest of the movie. And they tell us everything that we need to know, but we also learn from a fourth shy woman named Mouse. Mouse. Although her name is Melissa. True. Uh, Who is she and why is she important? She's related to Angela? Sister. Mm. Yes. This mm-hmm. this is a classic. This is a classic go-to for horror movie sequels. Keep it in the family. Keep it in the family. And those bangs, though. <laughs> I hope those ended with her. Those things were like right on her hairline. It was almost hard to watch. Sweet, sweet bang. <laughs> oh yeah, she's like really bjorking it up. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The nun comes in, puts all their gossip and nighttime talk to rest, and. We get that's when we get the nunging, right? Oh yeah, yes. yeah. She's nunging. She gets a little talking to from Father Bob. Is that his name? Uh, yeah. I well, think I, we're I think uh, we're missing the nightmare that Mouse has with her sister ripping, ripping her, her face her. off. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, like her entire bottom lip and chin. That was that I that one I liked. I like the effects, and for that just being kind of like a soft intro for what was to come, at least visually. I thought that was it was a nice little like a like a warm bath just kind of lets you in on it. Yeah, and it and it kind of for me this is the point in the movie where I was like, "Oh, okay. Okay, I'm on board." Yeah. Because there's a lot of there's some cheesiness going on and some funny stuff, but after that knife slashing scene, you're like, "Is this going to be all the violence is off camera?" And then you get her jaw torn away and then she's like suckling on the flesh and you're like, "Okay, good. I'm in. I'm in. If, I, if we're at least doing this, then I'm in." I think we'll be all right. I think we're good. Yeah, and then all the girls get to wake up to this. I love unified girl screaming. They like match their pitch. It's amazing. And none of them know why. No, and they get so mad at her. They shit on her for having night terrors. That's it's so horrible. That's shit. You should never let anyone who has night terrors get feel like they can just get away with scaring other people. They're not they're not special. No, Come on. With their own selfish. Problems. It is selfish. <laughs> Andrew, have you have you roommated with someone that had night terrors? I did have a roommate once that used to uh, walk in his sleep 
and uh, just throw pillows at him. He he buzzed the the buzzer on the apartment and was like out in his boxers. (laughs) I I had a roommate that had night terrors, and I saw like from beginning to end one time, and it was the weirdest thing ever. It's just. I don't know how to handle it, man. He wasn't waking up screaming, but he was throwing all of his pillows and blankets off his bed like a boat was sinking. It was crazy. Oh, it does so, sound annoying, that's actually. weird. I had a roommate that had night terrors, too. What? Shut up. No, I totally didn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, they were mean to her for that. Oh, the only one who isn't really mean to her is BB. The, the redhead? Head. The redhead. Yeah. Right? She's got a weird soft spot for Mouse. Kind of matronly a little bit. Mm-hmm. She keeps, whenever Terry is too mean to Mouse, she's always like, Terry, chill. Every time. Terry, Terry, <laughs> Terry. She goes back and forth, too, and calls her, sorry, I keep forgetting her actual name. Melissa. Melissa. She calls her Melissa and Mouse throughout the movie. Yeah, all the ones that care about her use both. But do they do it at a specific time? Is there, like, situations where they're, you know, like, maybe more serious? Yeah. No, because she does it right in the car. She calls her mouse, and then they're still in the car, and she calls her Melissa. Oh, okay. Just inconsistent. That's what we're looking at here. Okay. Yeah. I, her mouse. I'd like. I feel like I'd like to give her more credit than it deserves. That's all. <laughs> You're looking for the deeper level. Here. <laughs> I know, man. Mouse is Jesus, and everybody's fucking with her. You know. And now the nunging, right? Now yes. the nunging. Yeah. Now we can talk about the nunging. And I also want to say that while she is. Uh, lunging, she's not using proper equipment. She's using a meter stick. <laughs> True. To do the lunging, to do the fencing. We also have the movie on in the background, and I just want to say that this whole scene looks like some sort of weird religious sitcom. <laughs> if, with with the father Bob sticking his head. <laughs> <laughs> like like a, a studio audience should be cheering like Kramer walks in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Father Bob! Oh, it's Father Bob! And that, <laughs> You know, then then she smiles at him, and he comes in, and they laugh and they smile. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know what I caught the girls doing today? Oh, ho, ho, ho. you know, Sister Gloria, we should be teaching them with responsibility, not discipline. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. That's it. Nin- Nun Ninja. There's a pun somewhere in there. I just I'm not ready to find it right now. Ninja. Yeah. Uh. Now, did everyone want Father Bob to turn out to be the devil as much as Caruso did? I uh. <laughs> the whole the whole movie. He was like, "Look at him with his fucking goatee and his his I don't care attitude." This guy's the devil. This guy's the fucking devil. Okay, in my defense, though, at the very beginning, that shitty slashing blood on the wall scene, when they showed the wedding cake, it showed um, Angela's little figure on top next to the devil's figure on top. And the devil on the figure, of course, had a stereotypical goatee, but I thought the hair looked alike, too, and that it was going to be this whole thing where Angela was holding it down at the whole hull, 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 and then the pastor was, (laughs) like, running the school and letting everybody sneak out and go to the house so she could take care of them. See, so you should be on the writing staff for some horn. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's That was my point of view. That's why I thought, you know, he, and for being a... I guess would you call him a headmaster if it's a Catholic school and he's the the head priest? Of yeah, the whole I think thing? that sounds right. Yeah, well, I mean, for being a headmaster of what's supposed to be a religious school, he just seemed not to give two shits about anything. Well, I can already tell that I think what Caruso really needs 
is to just watch the first 20 minutes, digest the basic formula of what's going on, and then we need to hit pause, pull out the whiteboard, and just get down to business and start talking about where this, this could go. <laughs> Right. We do it scene by scene, I, and I'll I'll spin that whiteboard around, start writing on the back. Right, we, we map out we map out where it could go and what it could be, and then we sit back down and we continue watching it and not go there. <laughs> exactly. Let's just plot out where we don't want to touch on this movie. I, that's that was my two cents. I don't know about you guys, but I at least I thought he was up to something. It's well. like it's not a bad theory. It's there. It's there for the taking. Unfortunately, we don't get to get that deep or that intricate with this movie. <laughs> Not even close. Well, I recognized this movie as a traffic accident early on. <laughs> so I was just sitting back and letting it letting it show me what it was what what decisions it was going to make. See how big the pile up could get. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, from your point of view, though, Nathan, was this executing so far? Is this executing on? No, that whole scene, I was distracted by the lighting. It was all right from the window, mm-hmm. and the shadow was casting on his face most of the time, and then it switched to her, and the shadow casting on her face. It was just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it is actually for how bad the lighting is. They actually do a decent job of acting their way through these scenes because when the lighting is bad, no matter what you do, your acting looks bad. So they're really. <laughs> really tugging along but uh i have um two questions for you guys first question sister is it a sin to kiss a boy i mean if you really really like him a kiss is a sin when it is an upper persuasion for a lower invasion wow (laughs) nailed it i don't think i've ever heard that before that's yeah is an upper persuasion for a lower invasion that's mm-hmm. probably the second best written line in this entire yeah. movie. Where was the kid on the playground that was supposed to teach me that one? <laughs> it's the only time I go to kiss girls. I don't know. I felt, like I, that was, I felt like that was a little pizzolatoed. Upper persuasion for a lower invasion. Yeah, but she says it like it's a thing that's been said before, and I've never heard it. I thought I knew all of this stuff. Like two birds, one stone? Yeah, it's one of those. Upper, okay, this is an upper persuasion for a lower invasion. I get you. <laughs> I, saw, I saw this coming from a mile away. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they start talking about fellatio right after. So oh, yeah. Got- you mean question number two? Sister Gloria, is fellatio a mortal sin or a venial sin? Fellatio. I don't think I'm familiar with that term. <laughs> she plays it well. Sister Gloria plays it well. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me explain it to you, Sister Gloria. Um, basically, um, when there's an upper persuasion for a lower invasion... <laughs> And you do that orally, that's fellatio. Yeah, this is an upper persuasion. Right? That's pretty accurate. With, that's like an oral. Yeah. With a lower invasion? No, this is an upper persuasion upper with an upper invasion. Ooh, yeah. Is that a lower invasion a to upper? lower persuasion with a lower invasion? Wait, what are we... <laughs> but only if you're Caucasian? Wait, a backdoor persuasion? No, no, hold on. My boots are Malaysian? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, a little uh, little sass from the girls' class. Then we head over to the boys' class and see what they're up to. Uh, they're making fun of Sister Gloria, and we get to really hone in on Perry's character, who is, I guess, the school's demonologist apprentice. He and he looks like Eddie Redmayne in those glasses. A little bit. Andrew, you're the uh, Redmayne expert on this panel. <laughs> 
Am I? Because <laughs> I said that he was going to win Best Actor for a movie, because, and he no, did? No, because he, you want him to make an upper persuasion for a lower invasion. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't blame him for trying. Uh, <laughs> penis. <laughs> sure. I don't know how far in we are, but that's the first penis of the podcast. <laughs> it won't be the last one, don't worry. I hope not. <laughs> uh, Father Bob, he's not having any of it. Uh, no. He's, He's just gonna teach the class. They all, they all, they're all like talking about the whole house thing. It's got everyone up in a big tizzy now that it, Halloween is encroaching. So everyone wants to talk about it. Um, it's very interesting that Mouse goes to their school and Mouse was the sister with Angela. And do you know with Mouse, it's not just that her sister is Angela. It's also that some weird like event happened where Angela sent the parents a card. I guess from mm-hmm. hell. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the parents freaked out and killed themselves. And that's why Mouse is in this institution. Not so much that she's a troubled teen as she's like just an orphan with a traumatic past. It's I, not an institution. It's an academy. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's the euphemism. It's the uh, the plaid-skirted, big-booby academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And does everyone else feel like... I'm sorry to go back, but Father Bob seems like he's unimpressed with being a priest. Like he's tired of being a priest. He's losing <laughs> yeah. his faith. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's putting his feet up on the desk like, yeah, what are you guys talking about? Oh, spiritual mumbo jumbo. Let's do some math. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? Yeah. It's like he dismisses the whole demonology thing. But at the same time, he's kind of feel you feel like he's dismissing all of it. Like he's reading he's reading Catcher in the Rye for Christ's sakes. Yeah, I, I think that's I mean, I think that's the key word of what made me think he was evil is just dismissal. Everything that came up that. I mean, initially with demonology, but then just the rest of it. And then when, you know, we heard the clip at the beginning, like, let's all go and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I was just, okay, this dude's up to some sketchy shit. Like, nope, just irresponsible. Yeah, he's just just a really terrible priest. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So, yeah, what? The card, the parents murder themselves. Mouse is on her own. She's kind of, yeah, she's she's got that hairdo going. She's a little confused. (laughs) That Oh, that hairdo is a... That's what I couldn't remember. I kept wanting to say Amelie. It's uh, Betty Rubble from Flintstones. That's what her haircut is. Yep, the slight tiny little baby curl on that tiny bangs. And then the super whip at the ends on every other end of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was some awesome shit. Yeah, she really rides a fine line between sad sack and autistic. (laughs) (laughs) But how do you really feel about her, Daniel? And uh, they're all excited. All the kids are excited because a school dance is coming up. Uh, is this our basketball scene? Is this, this is this what we're coming up on? Yeah, at the tennis court. Hold on. What did I, what did I write in my notes? Uh, dry hump tennis. Yeah, that's what's good. <laughs> that's what it was. They're playing with their balls. Oh yes. yeah. And then uh, uh, the slutty brunette shows how strong her thigh and pelvic muscles are by holding his basketball between her legs. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, very strange. Exercises. She challenges the king snake. <laughs> hey, Kurt, is it true they call you king snake? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a later king snake uh, clip. Yeah, my, my dick is big. <laughs> Who told you? Yeah. <laughs> Huge, utterly worthless, can't get it hard. Um, It's my cross to bear. 
That's right. And we have when well, they're out at the playing basketball and then and playing tennis and they're about to get into trouble. Before that, we had a scene where Shirley, the like troublemaker brunette girl, tricks Perry into picking up her book for her so that she can steal his demonology book. Oh yes. yeah. That's what sets him off and gets him pissed off, and then he goes out uh and talks to Johnny and Kurt or Kurt about where the fuck his book might be, and they have a good argument for him that he's too dumb, that Kurt <laughs> is too dumb to want to steal his stupid book. <laughs> Just shut down his whole argument with honesty. It was um was the whole point? I'm assuming the entire point of just showing her steal his book for absolutely no reason and not any real introduction of her character is just to show that she's that I guess bad girl troublemaker, like she steals on a whim. Mm-hmm, she steals on a whim, or that she has some more, some other like weird agenda, ulterior motive. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. She's the questionable one. She is. She definitely stirs up the most shit. She is the meanest. She's oh, yeah. she is cold blooded. And she got the weirdest shit happened to her too. Yes, she did. Well, we. I mean, obviously, we'll get to that. But yeah, that I. I feel like that was her whole place in this world. Yep. We know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I just love. Uh, how strange for a nerd to put something like this so precisely. You guys think you're so great just because you're bigger, tougher, and better looking than everybody else. Yeah, that's exactly why we bully you. <laughs> that's exactly why we bully you, because you're none of those things. And yeah, weird basketball scene, uh, them fooling around. Sister Gloria comes out, puts the whole thing uh, to rest, peels them all apart, and then destroys their teenage their crow's feet face teenage lives uh by banishing them from the dance and forcing them all to be grounded was that the uh the first introduction of make room for the holy ghost was that scene uh no it's when the the book gets stolen oh okay because bb and johnny awkwardly hold up the line right before they walk into the classroom and if you look all the extras are just standing there just staring straight ahead as if nothing is happening just waiting for this conversation (laughs) to be over so they can continue moving forward (laughs) is that is that what you do to students at a at an academy do you ground them Mm -hmm. i guess do you have like parental rights over them you must you're their caretakers their guardians was it like a troubled teen academy yeah I, then I would see. I, yeah, I'm, a, I'm assuming you'd give up certain rights as your, you know, as their parents, I'd assume. I would have felt better with a, you are sequestered to your room, or you are suspended, not a grounded. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. grounded, young lady. That yeah. just makes them more angsty. Mm-hmm. But with them being so full of hormones, is them being grounded really a big deal now there's no one watching them everyone's at the dance and they're just alone staring at each other peeping on each other from each other's dormitories until the moment when they inevitably go together and uh uh, make sweet love well i'm with father bob on this one because what the fuck are you doing perry sneaking into this room (laughs) mirror with your book doing a little private seance (laughs) demons in the mirror what the fuck are you doing and Perry responsible for this because what are you doing it's the mirror that's how the demons come it's through the mirror Mihalo Shaitan Ben El Shaitan Shakroth (laughs) U Yira Mihalo Shaitan Oh, it goes on and on and on and on. Is that like uh, the demon was able to come through because he did the little seance because they can't get past the creek or whatever around the house? Like that was a way she came through because of that? Yeah, that's 
questionable. Okay. There's, there's a little hole in the plot there. Yeah, how did she manage to just pop out of this mirror? He was conjuring a demon. I guess she was just the closest one by. <laughs> she was in the possibly. area. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone's holding a seance. I better go. I might miss this one. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it is. Don, Ben, El Shaitan, Shawcroft, Uyira. Do you think the demons on the other side are like rolling their eyes? Like, which one of you wants to take this one? <laughs> this, this jag over here. I don't it's, know who Don or Ben is. El Shaitan, you go. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just drinking coffee on the other side of the mirror. Like, oh, God, this is terrible. <laughs> God damn it, this guy again. <sighs> Might as well just shut him up. Jeez. Just Can we go, just go, just go, go break, kill him? Break the mirror a little bit. Yeah. Just scare him away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then, of course, uh, Father Bob comes in, catches the whole thing. What the fuck, Perry? Why are you... Even if you... Even if they are or are not real, why would you bother to test it by sitting down and making a fucking pentagram in my office and you're wearing my sacred robes? What are you doing? That's the main thing he got mad at. It wasn't even the pentagram or the broken mirror. He's like, what are you doing wearing my robes? (laughs) (laughs) He just just cares for the threads. Oh, but you don't understand, Father Bob. (laughs) me hollow... Shaitan, Ben, El Shaitan, Shah, Kraf, Huyira. They're having a really hard time spitting that out. Yeah, that's where they snapped. That's, that, that, that's where they snapped. One of them got up from the table. Was like, okay, fine. I'm gonna go break the mirror. This, this where the he got pizzolatoed here. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I can't read these lines. <laughs> Not even saying it right. This uh, bullshit. Uh, Shaitan, the Rahama. <laughs> Mihalo, Shaitan. Speaking Hawaiian. That's yeah, Mahalo. Yeah, Mahalo. <laughs> mahalo, Shaitan. It's just like different words from different languages. <laughs> Perry's actually a Pacific Islander. Just bleeds through in his accent. <laughs> Do we skip anything here? I feel like we move right to the girls getting ready for the dance. Did we uh, skip the scene where they were outside uh, smoking and the nun came up on them? Yeah. Oh yeah, with their vicious gossip. Yeah, yes. that's what it was. I didn't. I don't think anything really big happened in that scene. Though. No, I think that's where we actually learn a lot of Mouse's connections uh, with the murders that took place at a whole house. <laughs> and the scene you're actually skipping is where uh, Kurt and Shirley are getting it on in the van and Shirley says oh I can't believe I even let you touch my tits that's right mm. oh yeah. yeah then she gives him the invitation Yeah. oh and sticks it yeah. in his pocket yeah. she says she like lures her sexuality in front of him and says go and get all these people and make them go to Hull House because I want to have a Halloween party oh yeah he's just he's just a snatch vulture <laughs> I want to get everyone there so I can paint things on the wall and, <laughs> and demons. I want to kiss other dudes in front of you. <laughs> I want to fucking paint on the walls when we get there too. <laughs> <laughs> but she does. She's cold blooded. She lures him. She lures Kurt in with the kissing and the making out and the booby touching. And then as soon as he doesn't want to participate in her party and get some of his guy friends to tag along, she's like, "You disgust me. If you don't make it to this party, you can just forget I even exist." Jeez. Whoa. Yep. And, and cut to redhead walking around naked. Yeah. Yep. That one pale ass chick just, <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm here. What's up? Yeah, that's right. Her only scene in the movie. <laughs> She's going to be a star. Yeah. 
Can you handle this, Brenda? Can you walk from here and then turn the corner? Just keep your top off. All right, here's your check. <laughs> and they're all getting dressed, and Mouse, uh, sorry, yeah. Melissa is in a clown costume. Like, yeah. And there's no explanation to this clown no, costume. Well, it's Halloween. And she's, she's, and she's the, the only, only one, one that dressed up for Halloween. It's because only nerds dress up for Halloween. What? This is the this is the nineties. We're just breaking into the nineties here. The only nerds dress up for Halloween once you're past like thirteen. If Chelsea hears this, oh my goodness. That's what I mean, it's not the same anymore. Oh right, so now it's okay. Now it's in vogue. Oh, backpedal. Ninety four. No vogue. <laughs> Vogueless. When it's on on the what? The summer of ninety eight? Is that when things started to shift towards when it became okay when it became okay well if you want to really dive deep on it uh yeah ah, ah. <laughs> it's, i'd say the fall of 05 feels comfortable number i'd i'd say let me guess can you guys confirm this you know how uh one decade sort of shifts into the next one since this thing is filmed in the very early 90s does it can you see it can you see the 80s fashion transitioning over to the 90s fashion can you see it? Like the mullets and the bowl cuts are still there with the denim jackets, but then we're starting to get into like poofy shoulder pads and conservative female shoulder length haircuts. Mm-hmm. You see yep. it? Mm-hmm. I do. Yep. It's weird. It makes it, it makes it feel like both decades. So this movie like goes has a weird flicker effect for me when I watch it. Does it make you happy, Daniel? It does. Okay. It does make me happy. You guys know that I'm a fan of goop, and this movie's got some goop. Oh yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this is this is melt the demons. That's what that's what the subline should be on this. Night of the demons too, melting season. <laughs> Demon pudding. Sub demonoid meltdown. <laughs> Demon pudding. <laughs> I'm comfortable with Demon pudding. Let's let's move on. Let's just, let's just go with that. Yeah. So where are we now? Oh, yeah, that's right. Shirley. Shirley, as she's about to tell. Her girlfriends about her little secret party that she set up. So they're all slutted up for the night. The dudes are ready to go. Kurt's managed to wrangle Johnny into this. And then who shows up to pick them up? Fucking Rick. <laughs> Fucking Rick. Thrift shot Paul Rudd. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Paul, uh, Paul Rudd and Jason Siegel's ugly love baby. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Guys, this guy is huge. In the Munsters family car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, I think well, I liked it. It's the only car that Rick can fit into. The man is yeah. a giant freak. Come here, sweet tits. <laughs> <laughs> no second chance to make a first impression. Sweet but tits. He's from the school of hard knockers. Am I right? Yeah. He is, and he's the only one. <laughs> he's the only one. He's not the only one from the school of hard knockers. That's what he said. That's maybe what he said, but I thought it was obvious that Z Boy was Z-Boy also. also. Oh, he was the dean. Oh, <laughs> Z Boy. Oh, other character that we haven't gotten to yet. Yeah, they all pile in with Rick. Uh, we actually get a weird moment with Rick where he foresees the future. So, you kids are all troubled, huh? Oh. How about you, Marsha? It's your problem. What? Oh, was he addressing her? Yes, he was. Oh my god, I didn't even notice that. He was addressing Terry, and he calls her Marsha. And about <laughs> five years later, she will play Marsha. Wrong. Wow. Do you think it's because she 
kind of looks like the original oh, Marsha I mean, from Brady Bunch. Yeah, like she's, I'm pretty sure that's why she she's, got cast she's in being the first place. Prissy. She looks <laughs> a little bit like it's a shit here. You've got the timeline wrong. What? What is it? This movie came out in '94. Brady Bunch came out in '95. Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh, so a close prediction. Possibly could have already been working on the film. Yeah, and they they knew that. There's a possibility that she was already cast. Yeah. Yeah. And they Maybe. were doing a joke because of that. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of like a little sure. shout out for, I guess, her continuing career after that movie. But doesn't it sound better my way? Yes. <laughs> Everything sounds better your way. Yes. <laughs> could stop sucking up anytime. <laughs> I could. <laughs> wow. Daniel's head is big enough. <laughs> Mihalo, Shaitan. <laughs> Let me ask you guys about this. Um, Andrew, Nathan, coming close for me. I'm close. Very, very close. close. <laughs> um, you know when they're driving out there and then Z-Boy swaps the arrows on the sign and the fork in the road? Mm-hmm. They still end up taking the right road. Yeah, this is a, an error in filming. I don't think it was. I thought about it, and I think it. he switched the arrows... So that mouse felt okay going up that road that was actually to Whole House when she thought that there was the other road that went to Whole House. Damn. Okay. That's what happened, but the sign was pointing the other way, so he flipped it, and then they took the road. I'll tell you my reaction to the scene. Who is that douchebag? Why is he changing the signs? Meh, they're going to get to Whole House and kill each other anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It doesn't really matter. Wow, but they just booby, sis. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's coming up, Daniel. That's coming up right away. Yeah. This is not. I don't. I don't. I really think this sign change has zero impact. I. I think Marissa is right. I think she called it. I did not notice that. Yeah, and we actually. I mean, we brought it up. But they treat Mouse like shit. Yeah. Did yeah, they care true. about her comfort level? <laughs> No, no, they don't care about her comfort level at all. Once they have her there, it doesn't matter anyways, because she's trapped. And she ends up staying in the car for a significant portion of time while they're there. And yeah, then, she misses out on all the sex. Mm-hmm. And you know she was waiting for that. Yeah, but what kind of a shit show would... You don't want to get in with Mouse. Well, well she's, she's ready in to the go. car anyway. Yeah. All dressed what? up like a sexy clown. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's enough of that. That's what I mean, though. You don't want to get in on that shit show. No. She's going to get close to orgasm, then she's going to have a night terror, blackout. <laughs> blackout. <laughs> and then wake you up screaming early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Or you don't wake up at all. Ooh. Yeah, but Shirley's painting a pentagram on the wall. Um, and do you see uh, Nathan, uh, Marissa Caruso, you guys as well? Andrew, sure. You can, you can hop in here. Um I don't know why I'm not a big fan of this and I myself don't need this in horror movies that I watch, but this is like a extremely consistent, consistent to the point of necessary almost for if you were making a horror movie. And this even comes up in great movies like The Exorcist. They, the demons always need a way in. You need, oh, yeah. He needs to have that little seance where he's experimenting in front of the mirror. They need to have the pentagram that they mindlessly draw on the wall because they think it's funny. 
They need to be in a place willing to do sinful things to draw the demons out. Like, this is always there. There is always an in for these demons. Even if you miss it, at some point in the movie that you thought you missed it, somebody does something demonic that lets them in. I I, I know uh, you guys, um, Nathan, Andrew, and Daniel, watch more horror movies than we do, but isn't... I would say Mirrors is usually like the baseline of how they come through. Yes, Mirrors is a great one. That's yeah. that's usually, I mean, the whole uh, Bloody Mary in the mirror. I mean, even in Constantine in the beginning, yep. you know, all that stuff. It acts as this like alternate dimension and there's something in our DNA that reacts to Mirrors that way. Like, who the fuck is that person? Yeah. And then you call Kiefer Sutherland to save the day. Mm-hmm. What if you want it done in 12 hours? 12 hours? Yeah, you might not want to call Kiefer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Okay. He's on a strict All right, 24. All right. He's, he's on a strict 24-hour plan. Oh. <laughs> 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 okay. Intern, get us back on track. Uh, so they're in the house. Uh, they've spray-painted the stuff, and now it's fucking time. Uh-huh. It is fucking time. They're going to separate off into little groups and try to go get their fuck on. Johnny Boy and BB immediately find a room that's already ready to go. Yeah, and it's clean. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we brought up, too. No dust, nothing. Sheets are prime for fucking. Yeah, who I made just, that? Did Shirley make that bed? No, 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 no. I, I, I pictured the demon <laughs> doing Doing a little laundry, getting things ready. <laughs> Housekeeping. Some nice silky black sheets. Ooh, yeah. She can, she can feel her sister driving up the hill. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Got to get the bed ready for fucks. It's like really hard to get the corners snug with those like gross demon fingers. She's like, <laughs> it's hard to spread the sheet by herself. <laughs> She's out there for like half an hour, like God damn it, can't get it one side or the other. She <laughs> has she has the telekinesis anyway. She can just oh, that's true. She got those true. force powers. Make mm. the make itself. I would hope that a movie like this would have the the playfulness. To put a scene, an outtake on the Blu-ray of the demon making that bed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the extended cut. Yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and then just waiting for hours for them to come. Just turns into a pair of red eyes in the corner of the room. <laughs> yeah. You know what's uh, coming up? And it's the pivotal point of this movie actually happens right here. The scream? And there was an audible cheer from both nathan and myself while we were watching this and it's uh the one girl picking up the lipstick oh. yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right yeah bb goes to that gross bathroom and she like jiggles the handle on that obviously destroyed sink <laughs> well they obviously had a meeting did they not the writers of this movie they sat down and they said okay so what are we going to do with the lipstick you know, yeah. they, they had a piece of paper with lipstick written at the top of it. <laughs> ideas for the lipstick. That's what a uh, part of what made Night of the Demons one famous. So some un- unfilled bullet points. <laughs> have to include it mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. I think the scene where she found the lipstick was a I know it's not saying much for this movie, but her getting it out of the cabinet was a missed mirror opportunity. It was mm-hmm. a mirror in the house. And it had the crazy nipstick in it. And they just, I feel like they missed a good opportunity to do something with the mirror. You know, even if it was the cliche, I'm going to close it and somebody's going to be behind me. Even then, I think they should have done something. You'd just be Angela in the background being like, yes. yes <laughs> you look so pretty. 
put on all my makeup. <laughs> yeah, because don't don't be worried. If you were missing the uh, from the first movie, there's tons of it in this one. <laughs> but yes, here we have our very important nipstick, and that's the most memorable scene from the original movie, uh, just because of how weird it is. And now it is back, and I'm sure you guys weren't the only ones that cheered. I'm sure other people that saw this randomly on at-home DVD release <laughs> were like, oh yeah, Nipstick. And she she almost puts it on, doesn't get a chance to, sticks it in her little purse. She goes off, her and Johnny Boy start making out. That just leaves Kurt and Terry to become our new, like, fuck couple, because he's not getting in with Shirley. She already is heavily involved oh, with, yeah. with both Rick and Z-Boy. <laughs> and oh. so, so while Kurt and Terry run off to make out in the hallway together, we get to meet Z-Boy. The man. Yep. The were- werewolf costume? Wow. Uh, <laughs> I've seen this Z-Boy guy before, and he is much like Weird Al Yankovic in that he's known for his hair. Like, if you see him in an episode of CSI from 2011, he will have the same hair as he does in this movie. Did he do other horror movies, at least that you guys know of? I don't think so, unless he crops up in one of the leprechauns. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that happening. But he's always had this hair and will always have this hair. And I don't know about you, Nathan, Andrew, Z-Boy, he is so (laughs) intolerable to me. Yeah, he's like the uh, eat a bowl of fuck guy from the... (laughs) Yes. Yeah, eat a bowl of fuck. <laughs> I am here to party. Yeah. <laughs> yep, but instead he just can't keep his head still and he's making a bunch of noises all the time. And he is a noisemaker. I gave up uh, eating bowls of fuck. <laughs> don't want to pack on those fucks. Just don't. And I just don't do it anymore. After a while, it goes straight to your thighs. You just got thighs full of fuck. <laughs> Fuck thighs. Fuck thighs. Yeah, you've always had those, Nathan. That's where the cellulite comes from. Hubba hubba. (laughs) But there's a weird... Them going out to this house, it's not so much that you're going to have a big-ass party, but that Shirley is so dark and fucked up that the real core of this party is to pull an elaborate fucked-up trick on Mouse. Mm Mm-hmm. Whoa. This girl is dark. And it's even more fucked up because she's she's pulling the family card, too. Yeah, because it's not just... It would be dark if one of them dressed up like Angela and tried to scare her as Angela. Oh, yeah. What they're doing, holding her against her will to a sacrificial table and inciting some demonic rites over her body and then pretending to stab her to death with a knife that she doesn't know is fake? Whoa. Yeah. I don't know how she didn't know that knife was fake because I knew that knife was fake. Back when they were pulling the cat out of the box? <laughs> you were like, oh, that's a when fake knife. holding it, I, was, I looked over at Nathan and I was like, that looks like a really fake knife. <laughs> he, he did say that. And Nathan said, Andrew, everything in this movie is fake. No, I said, I, well, I didn't say anything. I, I looked at it and I was like, well, I was like evaluating the blade and then they were about to stab her and I'm like, yes, it is fake. Watch. And then it was. <laughs> But I want to talk about the clubbed bat, like the, the with the nails, with the nails sticking out that oh, yeah. Z-Boy's sporting. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty vicious weapon. It's a vicious weapon. Last time I saw that was in a video game. <laughs> yeah. Killing zombies or something. That's not. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. 
So what do you what do you got? I got one fake knife and uh, this baseball bat full of nails. Real lethal. Yeah, that that was fake knife. We're just playing around, ha ha ha, and this murder device. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it 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 got used. I mean, it wasn't like it was you know Chekhov's gun kind of thing. They had to put it to use somewhere. Oh, it definitely gets used, and. Rick and Terry stumble into this whole thing. They don't know it's a trick, so they freak out. They put a stop to the whole thing. They're screaming. Their screaming stops Johnny Boy from finally getting it in. Pretty responsibly and romantically, right, Marissa? Yeah, Marissa, yes. right? Yeah, yes. for sure. Very much so. He was laying it down. He was being nice in his dad jeans. He was, you know, admiring her breasts without staring at them. He was uh, going to be safe. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be safe in a horror movie? What? He's gentlemanly as hell. Okay, question. Serious question. This is for Andrew and Caruso and Daniel. Have you ever opened a condom wrapper with your mouth? No. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes you only got one hand. Maybe? <laughs> I mean... I wouldn't put it past me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, maybe it's just Americans. Oh, okay. Well, Canadians politely sit down on a on a bench <laughs> and uh, follow, read the instructions before tearing open the package. You have to read them thoroughly. Yeah. It's part of the foreplay, yeah, Daniel. We, we sit up. <laughs> we sit up in bed and say, "One moment, eh?" <laughs> and then you discuss how a reservoir tip works. Yes. And then yeah. you just you peel off the top and then you hand it to your counterpart. So that they can oh, do yeah, yeah. what they oh, want. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. You, you have to roll it on, eh? You have to roll it on. <laughs> then you put the you put the packaging in a recycling bin. You gotta roll up the rim to win. <laughs> <laughs> and, then when, and then we apologize for it taking so long. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. So sorry. Sorry, eh? Yeah. Uh, and then when you're finally ready to proceed, one of you takes off your reading glasses and commences. And but of course. It all gets fucked up. Uh, Johnny doesn't get to put more than the tip in, more than the reservoir tip. Oh, yeah. Cockblock 101. Yeah. Classic scream. What was that? We have to go check it out. When she finally gets pulled off the table, we get a pretty disturbing... This scene really disturbed me, especially with Z-Boy. Maybe it had the same effect on you guys. Sure, you know what? Who needs a cat? We got a little mouse. Yeah, mama. Yeah. Who needs a cat? Well, maybe we can find a virgin. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> little mousy, little mousy. Fucking Z-Boy. Fucking hate that guy. Yep. A cat, a mouse, and a virgin. Which one of these is not like the other? <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? He stayed true. To his character the entire movie. Even as a demon. Whatever yeah. shit got thrown at him, he was Z-Boy to the grave. 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, Z-Boy 100. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting raped by the demon. I thought he kind of turned into Nicolas Cage for a second. <laughs> <laughs> but when, you, when you're getting raped by a demon, don't we all? Just a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he's, he's one of the first to get it, right? Yes. Yeah. Once they realize that shit's getting weird at the house and they want to take off a couple of them have to go into the bathroom i think it's terry and kurt have to go pee they see the demon head in the toilet oh yeah yes. z-boy goes to follow them to pee and pees in the hallway yep yep oh oh and follows what's her fate yeah, yeah angela but um 
Andrew and Nathan, could you tell what the head in the toilet was saying? No, I trip out in moments like this because I start to wonder what it would be like to be the head inside the toilet. <laughs> and, I, and I picture the, the pee coming at my face and not being able to get out of the way. And I, I honestly just lose myself in that. Okay, because I could have sworn I heard him say, I'm going to eat your dick to... Uh, Terry. 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 Yeah, I I could she's like, "Oh, to eat your dick." And it's a chick that's about to go pee. <laughs> he probably he probably said, "I'm going to eat your shit." <laughs> In that case, you don't even need to flush. Save on the water bill. Mouth I'm, wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to me. I wish he had said this. Your mother sucks cocks and hell, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, he He's, looked he looked pretty happy where he was at in the toilet. <laughs> he wasn't in low spirits with his job. No. no. That's why the demons are more like pigs. They like everything. Exactly. And anything. Yeah, for sure. But it's Z-Boy following this... He's just pissing the hallway. I just want to accentuate that. He's just pissing in the hallway. He Inside. He didn't go outside, in the backyard, or even find a closet somewhere. Just a random spot in the hallway will do. Doesn't matter. It smells like Godzilla's butthole. I was going to say, it's a pretty run-down house. I don't think it really mattered where... <laughs> And then he just follows a girl who he knows is not part of their group. <laughs> At he, all. He must recognize that, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's easy, easy meat. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he starts calling her baby right off the bat. Uh, uh, honey something. What did he say? It's like, come Sex on, honey it. cups or something like <laughs> that. It's honey baby or something. Honey baby, yeah, something like that. Honey child. And, you, and when you cat call a demon, you get raped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Horror movie 101. <laughs> yeah, he gets tossed down the stairs. She's there to meet up with them. Uh, immediately, here's where we can have some discussion going on. What exactly, what transfers the demon disease? The kiss. Is it the I don't kiss? Think, I think it was when she was actually having sex with him. Well, then if that's the case, then the kiss kind of like, put him into paralysis to where he just kind of had to sit there and take it and apparently gave him a bone or two. Oh yeah. Like a weird squiggly one. Yeah. I thought that, uh, when it just transfers with, uh, you know, contact. See, that's, that's, that's what, that's what comes up, uh, uh, later in the movie is there's that, a plot hole with the club and, and Perry. Yes. Perry only gets a club to the head and he turns. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't turn. He says, quick, splash some holy water on me. <laughs> quick, get these uncomfortable black contacts out of my eyes. Yeah. Was okay. it because he didn't right. fully die? Okay. Maybe. No, he's right. He's right. The black eyes think it mm-hmm. happened. He was turning. I concede. You're right. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, what is all this? <laughs> no, I, I mean, that's what I thought. Like, it was one of those where you, like, you can't turn into a zombie until you die and then the transformation happens i figured it was like that he was like slowly dying and the second he died he was gonna be full-on demon and so that's why he's like holy water so when i do die i don't turn into a demon these movies are like onions (laughs) layer by layer layers of information at that point in the movie does it matter really as a <laughs> are you calling it out at that point you're like eh, sure yeah whatever <laughs> fuck whatever. it fuck it everyone gets I, to be a demon I, more <laughs> questions about <laughs> this onion it's like <laughs> oprah you are a demon and you get a demon <laughs> yeah. everybody can be one it's, it's, it's fine just it's hand fine. them out actually i have a th- i have a small theory on this i think that if you fall victim to a demon then you become a demon 
But when she comes by and puts her little, like, kiss of death on you, that's when you become her minion. Okay. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah, yeah like how uh, uh, Marcia, Dracula... Oh. Marsha Brady, when she turns... That's right. She gets the kiss of death from Shirley. Yeah. Yeah. So you see how non-famous she is? <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> ben Stiller's... Oh, Christine Taylor to Ben Stiller's wife... <laughs> To, to Terry. To Marsha. To Marsha. <laughs> to Marsha Brady. I plead the Rick where I just call her Marsha because. <laughs> but yeah, it was like uh, like in the original Dracula, the well, the Bela Lugosi Dracula, how that main guy, he turned into his minion, but never turned him into a vampire. Mm-hmm. And he just had him around to be his little crony. So. Right. So I think she could do the same. Like if she didn't kill you and just kissed you, maybe you're like... Like demonic rites kind you're, of thing. You're like demonic infected, but if she kills you and gives you the kiss, you're full blown. You're full blown. Her Demon army. herb. Yep. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Demon herb. Yeah. We no. This is this is. It was put out as a puzzle for us, and we are solving it. Oh yeah. We get the edges first, but we'll fill it in. You got to roll a whiteboard out into living. I'm telling you. I, I'm this close. I am this close. <laughs> Don't tempt me. I got one in the car. I'll go grab it real quick. <laughs> I think. Uh, why not some Z, some more Z boy? Jeez, doesn't the fun ever end in this place? Even his demon transformation is annoying. Mm-hmm. Always got to get the last laugh. Andrew, Daniel, where do we go next? Um, they all try to leave as uh, fast as they can, and they apparently don't care about Z boy anymore. They care about Z-Boy, and then five seconds later, they don't care about Z-Boy anymore. And they're able to leave. Yeah, they leave the house. Not getting lost at all. Yeah, in the first movie, once you were there, that was it. Mm-hmm. Like, they desperately tried to leave in the first one. They could not find a way. This one, uh, you get scared. I guess they didn't, like, do enough demon stuff in the house or enough. No, no. They, they didn't get to leave. They didn't play the mirror game. That's for damn sure. You know, actually, maybe the demons knew that she took the lipstick, so they let them out because now they have a vessel to get out of the house. Mm. The demons, like, willingly let them go. Mm-hmm. Demons on the loose. <laughs> I do. I like that. I like that. Oh, and wasn't it such a letdown that the eyes and the owl didn't move or anything? A blink. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> false hope shots of dramatic owl taxidermy and just letting me down. <laughs> yeah. It's the one movie where they zoom in on something you know is going to change, and it doesn't. It's just, yeah. uh, and it cuts to the next. That's the twist. There is no twist. <laughs> gotcha. The twist is no twist. Play <laughs> to the demons, too. And that's good. The twist, no twist. <laughs> it's exactly what you think. Um, but this dance is hopping, and it's hopping because before, when it was super lame, Perry came in, ratted out his friends. Yeah, Perry is super lame. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's just a little punk bitch. And how did he, how did he find out this information? Where they did he, where did he him. find They him? gave him the letter. They wanted him to come with his book and do seances and call no, demons. Oh, he found he it f- in a porno mag. He found it in the nudie mags. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was looking at Playboy. As soon as, as soon as his roommates left, he was like, oh, I'm going to find my fucking demonology book. I know they took it. He finds the porn mag instead, gives it a little viewing. Peruse. I mean. At least see what's in the middle. Why not? You know? I'm sure he never gets a chance at the binoculars. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. No, he's too busy in the sure. bathroom. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the brunette 
directed somebody to invite Perry and slide that letter in his direction. No, he did. T- I, did I create that? Did I invent that? You did. Maybe you should also be on the writing team. Okay. All right. <laughs> Give me a marker. Yeah, you better. You better bring them. Get, Dry erase. The whiteboard really, is yours. I really, I really want to talk about Shirley's tits. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Can we yeah. talk about Shirley's tits? We're getting. Isn't wait, that uh, wait, the next scene? Well, she hasn't turned into. Uh, she needs to yet. suck. She on that, I mean, I mean Perry, and then get it yes. injected. Yeah, Perry tells on them. He has a convo with the nun and the priest, and they talk about how hey, these kids are going to this Hull House, and things are going on, yada yada. But yeah, the lipstick goes on to her face, which infects her with with demonic tentacles. And then, then she goes to the bathroom at the school dance. So she's like all of a sudden drunk out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> to a penis. Yeah, this is where the lipstick does its thing. This is where we, we feel like the lipstick has it's like a little it's, slither. It's shining moment. Yeah. It's slither, yeah. It's like a little slither. It's like a king snake. It's a dog dick. <laughs> it's king it's snake. Oh yeah, Definitely. it's a dog red rocket. Yeah, it's a total dog dick. That was just slithered its way out of that lipstick tube and straight into her pussy. Well, it tried to make her suck first. It went for the upper invasion, yeah. and then she <laughs> or getting the lower. And it looks it looks like a little penis coming out of that. Uh, oh yeah, that lipstick tube. What about her fantastic trying to break out of the bathroom? <laughs> that was that was some commendable acting. Textbook phoning it in. That was fan- swinging swinging that, that hair, hair is going back and forth. <laughs> yeah, she's either like in a music video. Or she's Willow from The Wicker Man doing a little dance. <laughs> and then at this point, the little penis has turned into a pepperoni stick. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slim jimmed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that the- little tail's moving around while it's inserting itself in her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, momentum, you know? Yeah, it's got to get leverage. <laughs> she, mm-hmm. and, and she starts to like it. She gives a little, like... Oh, boy, does she like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she lays down wide-eyed and... And then uh, the the cigarette smoking and wide thighed, yeah. Fuck yeah, the, the idea. The, yeah. The lipstick the lipstick container has a smoke after. And then you know who comes. Yeah. It's a sexy gas. Yeah, yeah sexy gas. <laughs> sexy gas turns into Angela. Yeah, Angela farts her way into the room. <laughs> and she's in, right? I mean, that's that's when she starts uh... making out with her. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like she passes it on to Shirley. So the brunette here, yeah. I thought so it got passed through the worm. Right there. That's, that's exactly what Marissa was saying. It, it's okay because the lipstick, not only did it leave the house with them, she was inside of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She jumped inside that lipstick container to go with them. So Went for a ride. Yeah, there it is. And I guess the, the, the Slim Jim inside of her like didn't really kill her. So, But then she also gets the kiss of death from Angela... So in order to fit into my theory here, since she's not dead and also kissed to be like a true minion, I think she's made her sort of like a lieutenant, like one that has the right to go and infect others. Oh, okay. Because now she's got the, the, the powerful Slim Jim. I was going to say, with the penetration. She yeah. has she has some sort of demon, I guess, uh, <laughs> organism inside of her. Yeah, demon jerky. Yeah, <laughs> demon jerky. Yeah. <laughs> jerky no, organism. See, the, the demon jerky is what gives her breasts the ability to turn into hands. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those breasts oh, yeah. were handsy. 
Yes. Oh. Do you mean after Angela tries to do a dance, just like from the first film? Yeah. Oh, yeah except the right. first film, that dance scene was my favorite scene in the first one, and you this like doesn't even come close to that. But the rest of the movie, I feel like, is better. That's right. Yeah. This. That's that's right. Even though the movie is like somewhat better than the first one the angela death dance was pretty great in the first one it goes on for a long time so weird she can kind of dance but this new angela definitely can't dance and if you look at shirley trying to dance that's even more hilarious that is great her dancing was phenomenal this weird white girl twitching i like not twerking i like twitching Yes. Of, of, of the punch bowl on her. Yeah. That was good. That was It was dumb. definitely very uh, Elaine Bennis. Yeah. Full body dry heave. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. That was that was pretty brutal. I think she thought she was still trying to get out of the bathroom. I think so. <laughs> yeah. To grindcore music, which was even better. Yep. And then she's there with Rick. Rick, she pulls her tits out in the middle of this dance. Uh, Rick is like, yeah, let's uh, go ahead and give me some of that sticky treat. Yeah. And, yeah, what happens? This part is crazy. If we had a crazy, fucked up tit scene in the first movie, then we better top it in this one. What this, the fuck? Uh, now it's like this, this, tit hands turn acid. Yeah, this is giving new meaning to the term titty grab, right? Yeah. Uh, the yeah. the night that the tits grab back. Yeah. <laughs> they should. You know what? They, they should have made room for the Holy Ghost. I think, you know. Just need a little... A little bit of room for Jesus. A yeah. little bit of room for the Holy Ghost. Jesus, he wants to be between us. And it was, it, I feel like it was on par with the lipstick one from the first. Mm-hmm. It yeah. Was, it was good. This one incorporated both boobs this time. Yeah, and they both grab hard. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the dude's... His, his fingers were broken and the skin was like eaten off of half of them and then they just have just flaps of bloody skin hanging off of his palms and his fingers. I feel like I wish that my pectoral muscles could turn into hands. Gross, <laughs> gross breast hands? It'd be great for just like doing extra things. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, you could go and work out your pecs without even touching a barbell with your hands, you know? Mm-hmm. Thank you. It might come in handy for in like sex situations. <laughs> in handy, <laughs> yeah. C- little CBH, little corrosive breast hand. <laughs> well, I mean that's that's the thing too. Any hug you ever give a girl, you could potentially just get two handfuls without even you know. That's what I was going for. Yeah, there you go. Got it. <laughs> oh, that was the boob hands was. I think that was top of the tier for me for uh, at least not necessarily crazy shit that happened, but I was like, oh, damn, that happened in this movie. I'd say it's worthy of a top tier crazy shit. Yeah. And what happened next was hilarious for me because they said, let's go to the chapel. And Nathan turned over and looked at me and said, did she just say, let's go to the chopper? (laughs) (laughs) Go to the chapel. There's going to be a helicopter here. Get to the chopper! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a white helicopter with a big cross on it. It's got, a, it's got cross blades. <laughs> My brain was in shock because the breast hand thing happened. I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> oh, what, oh, chopper! Are they going to the roof? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Let's get out of here! I'm with you. I'm totally with you." <laughs> get out of here uh, i will say that the breast hand thing the minute it happened i was like okay no i'm satisfied that yeah yeah i felt yeah, like daniel sure. was watching for our reactions when it happened and uh, definitely 
I know I reacted, so <laughs> I think it was a job well done, at least on their part. If one thing went right in this movie, it was that scene. Yeah, the next time I'm with a girl, I'm going to have her take her top off, and I'm just going to start in. Mihalo, <laughs> Shaitan. <laughs> I, I, love, I love the scene where Perry comes up to Sister um, Gloria and says all this crazy shit. It's the lipstick. It's the conduit. It's crossing the underground streams of the demonic underworld. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, we'll deal with that later. <laughs> Yeah, because with all the screaming and running around, everyone's in the chapel. Father Bob has been woken up to do some last rites for some of the dead among the kids. Uh, Andrew, what is Father Bob reading? He's reading Catcher in the Rye. Yes, thank you. See, Andrew's our book guy. Okay. So I was hoping he would uh, <laughs> be able to... That was a big test, Andrew. You passed. Thank God. It... Sure, that was an audible quote from me when we were watching. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's reading The Catcher in the Rye. But what what relevance does Holden Caulfield have to this movie? I was just going to ask you guys that. No idea. I mean, mm. I think Father Bob is just really into angsty teen boys. Oh god. <laughs> that you know what? That think I mean, why not? Hey. Is he questioning his faith? Is that what he's That's doing? Oh, he's for doing. sure. <laughs> that entire movie is a man who is losing faith <laughs> rapidly. The only <laughs> The only way to heaven, boys, is if you upper invade me. <laughs> you gotta upper persuade to lower invade. <laughs> yes. That's that's the true way, the gentleman way. Yeah, I mean, I was I was gonna ask what relevance, <laughs> if anything, at least the the author or the book in particular had with the movie. I don't know. Maybe maybe we're just not diving deep enough. <laughs> or it could just be the Catholic boy thing, like you said. Is this going to have to be a Night of the Demons 2 Part 2? Oh, God. <laughs> no, no. Maybe. I, and I, I, I'm on to something here. Maybe Maybe the connection is that J.D. Salinger didn't disappear after writing The Catcher in the Rye. He became a demon. Huh? Oh. <laughs> right. Demon in the Rye. I would bootleg that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd see that. All right. As long as we got Z-Boy returning. He has to. He has to be the new conduit, at least for like the first ten minutes, just to bring the intro in. Fucking Z boy. You sure? You know what? You sure? You know what? Fuck. None. Preparation montage scene. Fantastic. Oh yeah, very like you said, hot fuzz, like very Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg stuff. Just yeah, if there was tighter zooms, it would have been flawless. <laughs> None putting on her combat boots and lacing up. Yeah, combat boots. She's putting on her heavy duty habit. Uh, yeah, you have the uh, keg of holy water. <laughs> yes. Oh, and the water balloons. That's the when holy I knew. Water balloons. Yeah, that's when shit was about to pop off. And all silver sharpie scribbled crosses on them. Uh huh. Fantastic. Her focused spinning of the beads. That's that the, was that the was the part. ticket. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wind it. I was writing notes, and then he started laughing really hard, and I was like, "Well, (laughs) what just happened? Rewind this." Possibly an homage to Bruce Lee. It's a it's a very (laughs) it's a very controlled spin, like she's riding a horse or something. (laughs) It's uh, it's interesting because it's the Ninja Nun and Dropkick Jimmy are kind of they're taking the martial arts seriously in this. Oh yeah. But I I I commend that. What about her drawer full of other yardsticks? Oh, yeah. 
Those are good for separating people to leave room for Jesus. Mm -hmm. For the the Holy Ghost. Gotta let that Holy Ghost in. Mm Mm-hmm. And two two big uh, nostalgic moments for me in this movie, just for being a kid uh, growing up from the 80s into the 90s. Uh, The first one was that pink flashlight they give Terry to go go through the house with. I feel like everybody had one of those kind of flashlights. Yeah. It cost like 25 cents. It came in five different colors, and pink was one of them. And it had just that that thick spring that was like the only piece of actual hardware in the light. It was like the Volkswagen Beetle of flashlights. There's only two (laughs) things that could ever go wrong with it, and one of them was the battery. And you got to fit like four triple Ds in that thing. (laughs) That big stupid plastic white switch on it. (laughs) And then the other one, of course, is the Super Soaker. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. In this case, the 100, the original. Yep. Classic. With a taped up flashlight on it. Yep. That was, and he got the decent one too. They weren't going to put that plastic shitty switch flashlight on the Super Soap. No, it has like a cop mag light on there. Oh or something. Yeah, yeah, you could you could really fuck somebody up with that. Well, if they're going you for demons to. here. True, true. I mean, I when we get to it, but when it comes to the the baseball thing, I mean, you could have taken it with you at least for like a distraction, or maybe slow him down for a second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hindsight. That's all I'm saying. Yep. And we're off. Father Bob is all in on getting them out back to Whole House. They've been there. They've escaped this demon playground once. And now that the demons have come out, they didn't just come out to party and have a good time. They came out with the purpose of abducting (coughs) Mouse to take Mouse back to Whole House to perform this Cain and Abel-esque ritual to bring Mouse to the dark side or make themselves more powerful or both. I... I mean, I guess so. I think that's kind of what was happening. I, I mean, because they weren't, like, sacrificing her to be their leader or anything. I think they were just fucking around and seeing how far it would actually go until something maybe happened. Yeah, Angela wants her whole family there with her. And now that all the demons have her, they've all headed back over to the whole house. <coughs> Father Bob, he's all in on it because he just wants Perry to shut the fuck up about demons. Yeah. <laughs> did we just skip, like, a lot of the movie? Did we? Uh, Did you want to listen to... I mean... We did forget about this one part. People died already. Oh, yeah. Someone's had their head chopped off. There was uh, someone's balls were being played with. Oh, Oh, you mean this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. You know you wanted as much as I do. Kurt, we're just getting acquainted. Listen to the making out sounds that they make. They're disgusting. Okay. This is as far as I go. Boob. Oh, well, if I have to. Wow, but just boobies, sis. <laughs> a couple cows. Yeah, I feel like they're accenting it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Who really likes that demon? Oh, it, that's right, though, because doing anything throughout all that horrible eating cantaloupe without teeth. Uh, <laughs> The demon hand is coming up and playing with... It's playing with his penis like it's a vagina. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, yeah, he's, he's demon diddling for sure. And he's really enjoying it. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't I, think I'd ever, I've ever had my penis touched like that and would be like, oh, yes. Uh. Wait, Andrew, you mean you never had your jeans finger fucked? <laughs> uh, well, upside down and rubbed like my dick's a vagina? No. <laughs> From behind or through the seat? I feel like an alarm should have gone off after... Caruso said demon diddling and that would have been like the phrase of like the secret phrase of the episode. <laughs> Pee-wee's Playhouse. Ah! 
Ladies and gentlemen, I've got the winners. All right. Penis. Yeah, those. I mean, demon handies. Apparently, they're tops from what I from what I've learned tonight. DJs. Totes hundo. Totes hundo. Soups adorbs. And then after this, they run away, and he gets his head chopped off. Yep. Yep. Yes. Right off. That that's actually pretty good. Where these like just it's just spewing out of the neck hole. <laughs> or the uh, the line prior. Hey, stud, want some head? And then cuts his head off. That's, yes. Yeah, and then and then Terry does the horror damsel run into the forest or run into no, the woods. No, she runs where... behind a bush. Yeah. Right. And who does she run into? Yeah, she who runs. She, run she into? runs into Shirley. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Demon Shirley. I don't know if yeah. you call her Shirley. Anymore. And then they get to make out. Yeah, yeah. demon tongues her. Yeah. yeah. She gives her a little demon jerky. <laughs> just a, just a, a taste. And this is all a distraction so that Angela or demon Angela can go and court her sister and bring her back to Hull House, right? Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and now that they're all a big demon crew all assembled, now they all head out to Hull House. Then all the drama that I was speaking about before with Father Bob, all in on them going out there together to check it out. And... Basketball scene? Yes, that is definitely coming up, the basketball (laughs) scene. (laughs) Nothing but net. Because they're there, and Father Bob does the, like, most blatant horror trope possible which is that he's frustrated just to be there. He doesn't want them to waste any time, so he wants them to split, split up. up. Yep. Yep. And then thus begins the birth of Johnny High Kicks himself. <laughs> up is the best option every time. It's the only option. Oh, yes. <laughs> it, it does inspire growth, and, it, and it's hilarious how easily the house deals with them after that. Oh, yes. Like, it's not more than a couple of minutes before BB is sanctioned off into her own closed room, and then uh, Johnny High Kicks, he gets closed off into his own room, and then it's just Sister Gloria walking around with her stick. <laughs> and, of course, Father Bob and Perry, who come in contact with Demon Rick in the hallway. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's when we see the, uh, the actual destructive capability of the 100. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With uh, sorry, Perry's the one with the uh, water gun and balloons, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He is expert. Yeah. He's got the skills with the water balloons. Oh yeah. He's I don't got... want to take anything away from Demon Rick here. I mean, he's doing all of this with one hand. With, with right. With, with, with his the non-boob mangled hand. Yeah, the non-boob yeah. hand. Mm-hmm. You'd think yeah. turning into a demon, maybe he'd be able to grow some of that back. I mean, his teeth and gums get bigger. Why can't it's like he can't even get just you know functioning bones? Yeah, he he's got that weird like baby hand now, and none of them, none of their lips can cover their can cover their mouths completely. What a nightmare it must be to be one of those demons. And Father Bob, even he doesn't, he still even then, even watching some guy tramp down the hallway, still doesn't believe it's a demon. He needs to actually <laughs> yeah. come face to face. <laughs> what are you doing there? Are you partying? You out know, for Halloween? Are you? Oh yeah. Yeah, Perry takes him down with a super soaker, though, and then gives him, like, a really nicely timed grenade balloon to the face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And when that... he falls down, it looks like his head's still there, and then they pan away and pan back, and it's definitely not there anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, He's it... melted into the floorboards. It is gooped. Full-on gooped. 
Yeah, that dude had Nickelodeon in his head. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. What this movie does do during those really goopy scenes, though, that I like, which comes across as actually kind of disturbing to me, is when they have like the really erratic like arm movements that are just flopping through the goop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as silly as it looks, it also I also register it as like very disturbing. Yeah, it adds. <laughs> But full-on goop to the face, and that's this is where there's also some leeway. Just like there's not a whole lot of strict guidelines to what does or does not infect you into being a demon. There's also how much damage the holy water does to you. Quite a bit. It's extensive in this. Yeah, in this scene, you take it to the face, full-on goop. In another scene, you swallow it down your throat, and you just throw up the goop, and you're not a demon anymore. Back to a human. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Terry goes through a reverse transformation. Yeah, where she throws up that Nickelodeon gack. And the, and the bug and was the bug. in mm-hmm. But they didn't do anything with that for the rest of the movie. I thought that was going to possibly be a thing. Yeah, like they might save other of their friends by pouring holy water in their throat. But no, there's other demons where they pour it down their throat and it turns their insides into goop. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah. do anything. So there's some sort of goop, non-goop rule that we're, that we're just not seeing here. It's buried deep. We'll find it one day. The layered onion. (laughs) This might be the core. Finding some brown spots in between. All this talk of goop is making me miss uh, you can't do that on television. (laughs) Yeah. That's what a lot of this goop looks like. They pull on the buckets and the Mm -hmm. buckets put the goop on them. That was Mm -hmm. some sweet goop. (laughs) Ben, El Shaitan, (laughs) Shawcroft, who you're off. God. <laughs> that was painful. I felt like it took way too long for anything to happen. What was painful was I tried pulling that clip like three times. I didn't quite get it right. At you know what else is painful? Wild <laughs> anal. <laughs> Penis. And who gets it next? This 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 is the basketball scene, huh? Yeah. Because the three of them are just floating around aimlessly in the house. Johnny Boy steps outside and comes into contact with Kurt, who's had his head ripped off. Oh no, he falls through the window because oh, he gets bitch slapped. He gets slapped. bitch slapped out the window. Yes. That's what it he was. He kicks, he does his first high kick yeah. to Angela and then she bitch slaps him. Yeah. That's right. Oh God, that's right. He gets bitch slapped out. And oddly enough, in the first movie, there is another bitch slapped out of a window scene as well. That This oh. scene might be an homage to the first movie. Oh, it's got to be. That's, that's a very specific way to go. Mm-hmm. And he has extreme control over his head. Oh, yeah. He's like, he can dribble. He He's like all, like nothing but net. I love how relaxed he is playing basketball with his head. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And he can just like put that thing right back on. No problem. Yeah. They throw down the technical foul line. That's beautiful. Yeah. Field goal. And that, yeah. And Perry comes in with the football reference during the basketball scene. Classic yeah. nerd. He, he didn't realize it, but if he really wanted to, he could have just sprouted a new head. Right. But yeah. the the holy water is what stops that from happening. Oh, I see. Okay. He, he had the expert water balloon thrown on the ground in front so he would crawl onto it and then mm-hmm. fizzle away to die. Yeah, that, yes. was, that was so cheap. Yes. And if, if, can I ask like a gener- general question that's unrelated? If you had CBH, if you had corrosive boob pants... <laughs> <laughs> it's just a disease now. It's a thing. We need to raise money. <laughs> Why would you not use that more? 
I I would use it all the time. She should be running around just like flashing people and just attacking them and with her CBH. <laughs> <laughs> Making business deals with her CBH. Stealing people's jackets. <laughs> Pickpocketing. Oh, yeah, all the time. It'd be easy. So, we have a deal? You want to shake on it? <laughs> Watch out, they're corrosive. <laughs> <laughs> no deal. No deal. <laughs> Oh, CBH'd. <laughs> Not again. I think this is the point in the movie where the, uh, I want to say, reference, everything starts referencing sort of to snakes. They Every demon starts doing the little tongue wag and it has the rattle uh, sound behind it. Yeah. And then that's that slowly starts coming in for whatever fucking reason. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so, There's mean, no call for it, but it is there. It is definitely there. We're just kind of going to do this thing with this one now. So, snakes. Just let's do it. And then the king snake for his dink. I mean... Yeah, the king snake for his dink and his dick acts like a snake. I almost said his, his dick acts like a snake. <laughs> and... The actual first time we hear the snake is in the beginning when they show the title and the number two yeah, gets drawn like, on the screen and yeah. makes the rattlesnake sound. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it was established at the beginning, but like the little, every demon does a little like with their tongue. And then when Z Boy first got it upstairs at the bottom of the staircase, she shoved her crazy black tongue down his throat. I think that may have been when it started. Never mind. Now that I think about it. Yeah, that was also a sound. Yeah. Well, Z Boy shows up here at the end, and he's got a snake moving around in his in his pants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a king king cobra. Yeah, I'm not gonna call it a dink, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a king cobra. It's been, been a while since I've heard dink. I'm not ready. <laughs> it's a dink worm. It's a '90s reference, eh? Yes. The movie was in the '90s. '94, so. man. We're, we're a, matching it, up well. It's, <laughs> a, it's on the whiteboard with a with a circle around it, and, and <laughs> dink. It's topical. '94, yeah. dink, accurate. <laughs> And who's next? Who's next to die? Well, Perry got the bat in the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. We um, have our dramatic moment with Perry and Johnny. Yeah. So dope. Yeah, and then he does the holy water. He drinks the holy water, and the, the vapor comes out of his forehead, and he can mm-hmm. die a normal death. Yeah. And then we get into, like, some, some standoffs. <laughs> we get into some showdown. Some yeah. showdown at, at Hull House. We got Ninja Nurse versus Z-Boy. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> He's made monkey noises this entire movie, but now she opens the door and he is hanging like a monkey, making monkey sounds. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He went full Z boy, I think. <laughs> full Z boy. I think it took him to just get rid of whatever morals he had left in becoming a demon to go full on Z boy. Be sure, you know what? <laughs> well, she kind of just chases him off and then drop, 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 drop kick Jimmy. No, dropkick Johnny. Johnny. He yeah. takes on Father Bob and Tits McGee at the same time. Oh, yeah. 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 He's the new expert with the uh, yeah. balloons and water gun. He's like, CBH, don't care. <laughs> Here. That does Balloon it. to the face. Yeah. That fixes chest hands every down. Yeah. <laughs> and that's our super goop scene. Like, oh, yeah. Because he gets them both into a room and then just starts spraying them, hosing them down with that super soaker. Yeah. And it's just a goop nightmare in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I th- Great, uh, by the way. Yeah. Grabbing around. Uh-huh. Yeah. The demon soup room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm assuming that they built. I don't. I mean, I'm going to try and get. The effects were the best part of this movie. So I think it's 
only right to get into them a little bit, but I think that scene, it seemed like they had built a set to where people could lay under it, mm-hmm. and then it had a fake floor on top of them, because there was just that one random arm hanging out, flopping around, and then uh, that brunette's bottom half was kicking around somewhere. Yeah, it got Beetlejuice legs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought that was pretty good. I, I think that's where most of their uh, budget went to, with special effects, and... God, with that writing, that needed to be good. And I think they actually pulled that off quite well. Yeah, there's a respectable goop budget in this. Yeah. Is it time for the faith battle yet? God, I hope so. Welcome. I'm so glad you could join us on this very special occasion. Oh, we really can't stay. We've just come from Alyssa. We're taking her home with us. Melissa. You mean Mouse? Well, I'm afraid you're mistaken about that. You see, Mouse is home, and so are you. Or hadn't you figured that out yet? This place is not a home. Oh, but it is. That's why I let you make it all the way up here. To the inner sanctum. The very threshold of infinity. The very threshold of infinity. Jeez. Where did this movie pull those words? Yes, Nathan, it's time for the faith battle. What was the one line that we had agreed was like the best line in the whole movie? It was during that scene, correct? Oh, yeah. It is when she it's says, coming up. She says, yeah, oh, okay. she says your faith or she says real faith can move mountains. Your faith can't even move a mouse. And then oh, she lifts yeah. mouse off the she bed. Lives. That yeah. was awesome. Fantastic. Best part of the whole movie. I need a little, I need a little faith Is that too much to ask for? I need to feel my soul come alive, shaitan I need to feel the strength to get shaitan I need a little, I need a little faith Nathan, come on, what are you doing? I don't I don't think that's enough faith. It's not enough faith. I think you give, give us some more faith. Faith oh. can move mountains. This is a, this is a faith battle. This is a faith battle. Yeah. Oh my god. But when you enter into a faith battle, there's only one side that can win. Am I right? There's only one victor. There can only be one. If you leave a little room for the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. <laughs> for Jesus. Jesus can save you. He can, if he can get between us. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Otherwise, oof. And mm-hmm. uh sorry, the nun here, I forget her name already. Gloria? Sister Gloria. Yeah. Sister Gloria, she had an extra little room for an extra little head. Mm-hmm. So is, is what they're saying here is that she went in anticipating that her head was going to get cut off and put on a fake head? Oh, yeah. I think she like... I thought she was like the opposition, like whatever opposed demons. I, I don't know if angels would be the right thing, but she was like, holy rolling. I think Jesus like squished her down into her habit real quick when the sword came to cut her head off. Yeah, but I was going to say. The head flew just... off. Yeah, it showed the head fly off. And then, and then it popped back up. Yeah. Well, like uh, they... like those old Power Rangers toys where you hit the belt and it flips their head and it's their helmet. And so God stepped in here. Yeah. 
Deus Ex Machina. One of the greatest moments because I haven't laughed so hard in quite some time when her head did <laughs> pop back. Yeah. <laughs> and I laughed quite a bit during this. <laughs> that was a special moment. <laughs> it's a faithful, <laughs> special moment that I'm glad I experienced. I concur. I, yeah, my favorite I moment agree. in this whole scene is when Melissa says, my name is Melissa, and then turns on her sister and jabs the knife into her sister. And then as, as Angela the demon fades off into the background, she, she grumbles and she says, you bitch. It's the you bitch. Forever sisters. Yeah. Yeah. So water gunned. Mm-hmm. By well, Sister Gloria. Well, first, first, clearly the answer here is that faith gives you two heads. Uh, mm-hmm. Second, uh, like most religious battles, it's not done physically. She offers herself up as sacrifice in exchange for Mouse's safety, and it's a battle between Mouse and her sister Angela about whether she wants to continue being controlled as Mouse or stand up for herself and be Melissa. None of that matters in the end, though, because Mouse makes the right decision. Excuse me, Melissa makes the right decision swords her sister <laughs> squirt gun to the face and another goop party mm-hmm. but really when goop you reach a certain face. level you when you reach when you reach a certain level with with demon power what happens is uh the holy water doesn't really kill you it just allows you to shed your skin so that you can become a gorgon yep. mm-hmm. yeah yep. yeah pretty much sweet gorg ref <laughs> Or you could say that the producers of this movie said, mm, "Not enough. Let's let's do a big snake, Angela. Let's do it again." Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Need to explain why we just feel like there should be a bit more oomph at the end. So let's do this big thing with this big snake tail. That's yeah. yeah. Dropkick Johnny has problems with he, the snake tail. Yeah, he doesn't handle this well. Oh no. None of them do. Not at first. Uh, that tail is it owns, hey? It's mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Yeah. I actually pointed that out while we were watching it. I was like, watch this immense failure of a scene happen. Because each one of them gets taken out one by one, and then Melissa gets all fed up and comes in to save BB or something, and then she just gets immediately taken down as well. <laughs> and but, oh and you also pointed out all of the times you could see people in the background working the tail and working the snake. It was just so I mean, there was a lot of errors like that that there's, they just seemed like they were like, fuck it, we don't have the money for the film, we just need to do it. There's a lot of strings being pulled on that tail. There are people in black, late, like spandex in the background working the head portion. It's <laughs> yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And Dropkick Johnny saves the day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. White Guy Karate comes in and saves the day like it should. <laughs> Johnny fucking Roundhouse over here. <laughs> but, yeah, I think the weird thing was that he saw that with that burning piece of wood gone, there would be a crucifix with light shining through that would be able to kill her. Because am I mistaken in saying that if the the light coming through wasn't in the shape of a cross, it wouldn't have done anything to her? Or does daylight harm demons specifically? Oh no, it had to be a cross. It was the cross shape, yeah. And so he just saw that. It made light into holy light. And he just knew, hey, he just knew how much power to give it to break off the pieces of wood. (laughs) Okay, no, I get it now. I got it. He's got full control over his foot. (laughs) I I just had had to work it out. 
It was out loud. This whole scene with the snake is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Movie was done. Everything made sense. She was dead. And then what? More goop. Oh, right. yeah. No, yeah, everything made sense. Goop. And then. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's a big fucking mess at the end. It's ridiculous. Right. Then, oh, let's pick up the lipstick container on the ground and take a look. Oh, what's this? Okay, okay, hold on. This is where they're jumping in. This okay, is this in. this is okay. This is where we have to cut in. This movie wasn't that bad until the very end. Yeah, I mean, how? What do you think? Marissa? As soon as the lipstick turned into that random snake CGI snake, that was it. Killed it for me. I mean, there. That was. I'm not gonna hold it too much against it. That will be the one part, if anything, I will always remember. But up until that point, I liked it. That is the strong negative one hammer on this negative two movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're, you're picking the bad lipstick scene at the end. That the thing you're always gonna remember over the boob hands. Oh no, it's uh, boob hands. It's, it'll be up there, but just when I think of this movie, I mean, you know, when you think of Usual Suspects, you think of the ending and stuff like that. So when I think of this, it'll always be just that movie that was fine up until the literal last second and a half of the movie, and it just it threw me off. I don't know. It was just so dumb and so horribly done. I just I can't handle it. So just moving forward, <laughs> it'll be a good th- a good thing to do if you ever watch this movie again when you see the lipstick at the end. Just hit stop. Oh yeah, yeah. And then well, it can yeah. be over. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, at least I won't end with a bad taste in my mouth that I forced myself to watch. No, and it's weird that it goes this far, anyways. I don't see why it didn't just end with them walking out of whole house. <laughs> and this, this, the, the sun rising and Halloween being over and then credits rolling and then throwing on some like cheesy rock music. Instead, yeah, they last, come back to the Academy. Last this, Crusade. Yes. This has to Get lead into... horses and... Ride, ride off. off into the sunset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. N-O-T-D-3. Well... And this is these, the, the conduit. No. These movies the don't Lipstick's coming back for the third no. one. <laughs> these movies never pick up where they leave off. Okay. These well, these cheesy horror franchises. The people when the wheel decide, spins on three, we'll find out. Well, they well. Uh, okay, fine. I'll bet you right now that Night of the Demons three starts out with some other random group of kids with lipstick, totally not associated <laughs> to Hull House, but somehow they get to Hull House and same with the lipstick, same fucking shit. <laughs> yes, Andrew, lipstick will be there. Have it's uh, got to. between Nathan, Andrew, and Daniel, how many of you guys have seen Night of the Demons three? None. Oh, that's, we'll a, that, only, oh. that's why we're making a bet. Okay. We'll find out if this wheel fucks us again. Here, let's let's shake boobs on it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a very firm handshake, sir. <laughs> Soft hands. <laughs> oh, your Soft. palm nipples are a delight. Oh, uh. wolf. <laughs> your palm nipples are a delight? <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody swap or step down from their initial rating? I think if anyone's been listening this far, this movie's pretty fun. It is god-awful and wonderfully god-awful. Silly. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you guys, you guys, it's all there. The bad acting, the goop, the strings on the snake, uh, boobs. Yeah. This is a good marker for a minus two. This is a good example yeah. of what a minus two should be. It's dumb fun. It's just 
stupid and ridiculous to the point where you acknowledge it and you just say, eh, fuck it, this is this is funny. Yeah, and this one I feel like was... Uh, the, the pace was pretty good in this one. I remember in the first movie, the first, like, two-thirds of it is a great bad horror movie and then the last third of it is just a bunch of like demons floating around in hallways and doors opening and closing and a bunch of and i gets vague on me but this this i seem to remember having fun from beginning to end or at least until the lipstick snake there was only like two good scenes in the first one and this one was just entertaining Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. when this one wasn't entertaining there was something going on that you know involved nudity or goop something Something visually stimulating. Yeah. Yeah. Tied you over to the next thing. Yeah. Well, good. Let's put Night of the Demons 2 to rest then. And let's go ahead and spin for next time. Uh, Caruso, would you go ahead and get up there and uh, lay your hands on the big beast? Oh, yes. A nice, tight little spin. I got a firm grip and. (gasps) There we go. Well, beautiful guy. Thank you. (laughs) I have landed on 100 years of horror. The year is 1985. You will be watching Reanimator. Oh, Oh, man. Man. That. Okay. All right. Is someone coming back? That I just watched it maybe three or four months ago, first time. It is one of, if not my favorite horror movie, like right next to The Thing. It's a good one. It's a classic. This, of course, is our non-sequel related spin. So this is an original. Uh, Andrew, Nathan, how do you feel about this? You must have heard of this movie. If you've seen American Beauty, at least you've heard of this movie. That's the the only reference point I have for it, actually. I rented this a lot when I worked at an independent video store. Uh, I haven't actually seen it, um, but I, I know a lot about it, and I'm, I'm excited to watch it. You this. rented it a lot. What did you do with it? <laughs> Not me. I rented it to customers. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh. Rented it out. Did it took it home and like, eh, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Not tonight. I'm just going to wake up with, it, with the case open on my chest. The main actor in uh, Reanimator. Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs. What else has he been in? Uh oh, he's he's the he's the classic go-to Reanimator for stuff like this. Two, uh, Reanimator three. Well, he he is in Beyond Reanimator and Bride of Reanimator, and then uh, he's in From Beyond. Oh, okay. He's in Would You Rather. He's in The Frighteners. He like bounced around to cult films. He he's one of those actors <laughs> who is like his acting ability is far above the movies that he himself loves to be in. I think that's why I love Reanimator so much. Yeah. Because he's just so convincing. Doesn't matter what anybody else does. Yeah, he's a great actor, and he just loves to do these garbage movies. So he makes them great. Or he makes garbage into cult. Well, <laughs> if you have the time, I will make the time to be on that one. Hey, invitation is open. Awesome. Awesome. I hope that's okay with Andrew and Nathan. Oh, yeah. No, the yes. bigger the round table, the better for 100 Lunatics. Awesome. I did want to tell you guys, um, I had originally didn't really care for Saw that much. When I had first seen it, I was like, okay, this is just gore porn, like, you know, whatever. I kind of just brush it off, didn't care for it that much. And then I listened to the episode you guys did and talked about 
I, I guess the production of the movie, how it kind of went against most odds to get made, and the film that did come out was such you know low budget that it actually legitimately changed my mind from me hating a movie to actually somewhat respecting it. Mm. And I just wanted to say uh, thanks for that. That was really cool. You warm my heart, yeah. Caruso. I thought, I thought it would have been his montage of Carrie Elwes's footnotes. <laughs> <laughs> That's that, oh, that changed me on different levels. <laughs> oh, what a big tootsie. <laughs> That's for 100 lunatics after dark. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! I give up! <laughs> All right, I think we'll call it a night. That was a long one. We got deep. We got deep in there. We figured everything out. We solved a lot of rizzle, riddles, a lot of puzzles, a lot of... Uh, a lot of onion layers that the director laid out for us to come across. Uh, Caruso, Marissa, I hope you had a great time. Oh. Oh, yeah. We'd love to be back, do it all over again. Oh, yeah. We had a great time, too. We are huge egomaniacs. The more people here to laugh at us, the better. Uh, Andrew? Daniel? Where can we find you at? You can find me at the intern TPP. Um, and there's also a new little blog that went up at trailerparkpodcast.com. The intern section. <laughs> Nathan, lay your shit out. At I Hate Horror. And yes, this is the 100 Lunatics Network, and uh, Trailer Park Podcast is a part of that, but there's a lot going on. You just go to one of the websites. So go to www. Go to www. That's seven W's. <laughs> www. 100 Lunatics. It's all there. You'll figure it out, and you'll get to see everything that we do, and it, it all just connects to itself. It's all it's, it's it's so much fun. That's right. It's not just this horror movie podcast, although this is the best one. Yeah, uh, we do exactly. other podcasts as well. Recently, just finished Shooter Talkative. All those are there. If you find the show a grind, then come join us for some delightful water cooler talk. Otherwise, Caruso, Marissa, anywhere where they can find you, uh, Marissa. I'm at MJ44. And I am at Critchin Baby, C-R-I-T-C-H-I-N-B-A-B-Y. Mm, there you go. Follow them, message them, ask them how easy it is to get on this show, and then come join us yourselves. <laughs> Otherwise, good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Oh, well, that was supposed to fade out. But yeah, there we go. Awesome. We're done. All right. <laughs>
I better cut myself down before they turn on me. Uh, that's, that's the only way to do it. Self-sacrifice. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, I'm going to bring us in right now. <laughs> 